Views and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program host and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by TCN TV Network Incorporated. Due to the social nature of this broadcasting channel, videos may contain content copyrighted by another entity or person. The TCN TV Network claims no rights to the said content. TCN TV Network cannot be held accountable for the copyrighted content. TCN TV Network is a messenger and sharer of information and strives to verify but cannot warrant the accuracy of copyrights or completeness of the information on this program. With so many newspapers within the community, it's sometimes hard to tell what separates us from the rest. Most of the time, they all brag about the same thing. You know, the large circulations, tons of online views, and it can go on and on. But what really separates the Toronto Caribbean newspaper apart from everybody else? Well, it's simple. Our service. No, seriously. Hi, I'm Grant Browning, founder and CEO of the Toronto Caribbean newspaper. I have over 20 years of branding and marketing experience and I've worked with countless companies and corporations to do one thing and that is to raise their profits with their brand. With over 40 years of combined experience in branding and marketing, our amazing staff is fully prepared to sit down and figure out exactly what you need to stand out from your competitors. The reason why you don't see that anymore is because... The ad is too powerful, bring too much people. <laughs> so what are you waiting for? Give us a call today. We'll be happy to help. Hello, good morning everyone. This is Andrew Perry from The Daily Reel. We are live here from the TCN studios in Brampton. Uh, I'm truly honored to introduce my next guest, Andrew Foliato, not to be confused with Andrew Fogliato. Uh, the G is silent. That's right. Uh, from Just Sell Homes. Andrew, thank you for coming on, by the way. Thanks for really having me. Really appreciate it. Uh, Andrew and I first met, I think, uh, as, as a lot of our guests do on, on Real Estate Hacks, I think. Probably. Probably from where it all started. Unless we met at like a conference before that. Maybe. Actually, possibly. no, the first conference I actually is where I first actually met you in yeah. person, in real life, was at the Kathleen Black. Yeah, that's yeah. probably it. So Andrew is uh, the owner of Just Sell Homes, which is um, an, an advertising and marketing company for realtors, right? Exclusively realtors? No. So no? it's the real estate industry. So we real work because we work with whole. brands and tech companies and other stuff like that. And then we have a few non-real estate clients. It's just by referral. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, but the, but the, the primarily. Right, and, yeah. and the the it's just primarily Facebook, or are you branching out now? Or uh, so it's anything online. Um, so we'll like. Right now, our bread and butter is Facebook ads because that's yep. where we're getting the best results. Uh, but we have clients that we do everything from email marketing. We help them with their CRM, um, websites. Like, it's all. We do a little bit yeah. of everything. How important is email marketing? Huge. It's like yeah, one of the highest ROIs. Big. And it's, for the most part, free. Yeah. Like, I'll give you an example. We had uh, Heather Beauchene, one of our clients in Barrie. Yep. She had 300 plus just dead leads. And what we mean by dead leads was like, Three months or longer with zero contact. So no one had talked to them. 
anything. It was just like a hundred percent dead lead to her. Sent out one email and she got three deals. Wow. Like it's, it's it crazy. works. Like it's if you know what you're doing. The problem is most people suck at email. <laughs> like, it's true. Well, you, well, I know. It's it's kind of like well, I'm on top of it all the time. Yeah. But it's kind of like the way voicemails are to some people. Yeah. Like I'll check my voicemail and I'll be like, you you have eight new messages. When did that happen? Yeah. But I think um, you're right. I think email marketing is still a huge uh, uh, you know business opportunity. Uh, like our open rate, I think I've got four thousand in our open rate, sixty-seven percent. Yeah. Click rate is around forty-two. Yeah. So it's there's a lot of potential. Oh, yeah. But before we go into the actual meat and potatoes of what you do and you know how you help realtors and and the people in the real estate industry space, let's talk about a little bit of the beginning. That's how I like to do it on the sh- yeah. the show. I like to do uh, uh, things chronologically. So tell me, how did you start out? You were a realtor I an, at yeah. first. So I was an agent. So I actually came from construction. So I was a concrete forming estimator. Um, oh, wow. then, I didn't know that. Yeah, so that was my original in the real estate industry. Um, and then I bought a house because I was I did pretty well with, as in car performance, there's good money there. Um, so I bought a house when I was pretty young. I was like 23. Um, and we had an agent who actually, I actually thought she was wonderful, but she cost us the house we really wanted. And I just kind of made an offhand, I could do a better job. <laughs> and my wife I think basically, a lot of people say that. <laughs> yeah, my wife basically just said, all right, prove it. <laughs> Um, so I ended up getting my license and then I actually met with a broker and I was like, I interviewed all the big ones in my town and the one that I actually wanted to go to, he's like, Oh yeah, you're going to do this part-time while you're a concrete forming estimator. I was like, yeah, he goes, yeah, well then you're not really the type of person we wanted our brokerage. And I was like, huh, interesting. So I quit my job and joined the brokerage. Um, and then, yeah, so I sold for two years and then I, I got recruited by one, like the brand I was with ended up training for the brand. Mm-hmm. So I ended up traveling mostly Ontario. Uh, but like we did some in the U S too, cause they have U S regions. Right. Uh, so I ended up traveling kind of Ontario, Atlantic Canada and parts of the U S training agents. Mm-hmm. So I did that. But then every time you train agents are like, can you just do it for me? And so what are you, so you're training agents on digital yeah. marketing. So at the time I was actually branded as the Evernote guy. So if you wanted to learn how to use Evernote to go paperless, I was the Evernote guy. Um, That's what I did. I did sessions on leveraging Evernote, which is really more just business systems. And we Mm -hmm. used Evernote to implement the systems in a business. Um, So that's kind of how I did and help people go paperless. And then we started like more and more into lead gen because I was the first trainer at the time they'd had that had actually sold the house before. So like we started getting more into like, okay, how do you actually get clients and do that? Um, And again, people just kept being like, can we hire you? And I had to keep saying no. Um, and then like ended up not working there anymore. And so I called up my mentor from when I sold who had tried to originally recruit me onto his team to run their digital yeah. back when I sold. And I was like, so I'm going to actually just start a business doing this. Um, do you want to be my first client for a thousand bucks a month and I'll handle your online stuff for you? And he goes, yeah. I'm like, by the way, I need six months up front. <laughs> and he goes, okay. Had the check by the end wow. of the day. Um, so second call, same thing. And so is this kind of when Facebook marketing was still fairly young? Well, I've, it's been out, but... Young-ish. Like it's, so the company's now been, it's four years, just over four years old. Yep. Um, so, I mean, when I sold Facebook ads, like no one else was doing them. Right. You could do it so ridiculously cheap. Four years ago, they were still pretty cheap, but they also weren't as effective mm-hmm. uh, right. for some things because not all the functionality was out that you have now. So abilities like, what you can do now compared to what you can do then like cost believe might be a little bit higher but you can get mm-hmm. so many more like 
ways to generate leads and do things that I actually right. think it's probably more effective now than it was three or four years ago. Right. And, uh, I mean, because even when I first started, um, you know, what was that, two and a half years ago, three years ago, because I did a lot of prep work before I actually yeah. got uh, licensed. Yeah. I didn't do anything uh, illegal or anything <laughs> like that by promoting, but just, you know, starting to prepare, like, documenting the process of, yeah. you know, me getting started. But I remember the, like, views, leads, like, yeah. they were so cheap. Yeah. And the biggest like, difference, though, is the organic's gone. Like, yeah. Well, well, to a degree. Right. right. So, <laughs> yeah. so that that's basically what happened. So a mix of that and competition that's driving the prices up a little bit. Yeah, but there's still like I it's see some of the, the, the stuff cheapest. you post. Like yeah. you, Andrew does share a lot of his results uh, in in some of his groups and some right. of the other private groups that we have. And like those lead costs are, are yeah. pretty impressive. And you still get some that go high. Like we have one right now, which is just bugging me. We're at like fourteen dollars a lead on a listing, mm -hmm. which is ridiculous. Like normally it's one to five bucks a lead. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like yeah, you get some that are lower, some that are higher. Like we did one for a guy in Aurelia. We were at like sixty cents a lead, which is ridiculous. But then you, on the flip side, you get the odd that's like seven, mm -hmm. eight, nine, and balances it out. So be before we, do you guys help? Um, who's doing the converting? The agents themselves? Yeah. Well, so a majority of our packages, we do have some kind of higher end packages where we yeah. start getting into like we'll actually set up the email stuff that goes right. out. And doing all that uh, like we'll never call a lead for someone right um, right but in terms of like the automated text the automated emails things like that we at the higher end client stuff we start getting into doing that for cool them too. so you got your first paycheck um and uh how did you develop that into a business <laughs> um so i already knew like what i wanted to do like, yeah right away which was like manage people's online stuff and then I just started, because like Remax, which is the brand I was yeah. working with, they kind of propped me up as the expert. It's actually pretty easy to get clients early on. Yeah. Because um, like literally the biggest brand is parading you around as right. the go-to resource for it for a while. And then I, at least I guess people liked me. So when I was like, you can hire me now, it yeah. became pretty consistent. So like I think it was six weeks I'd replaced my entire salary. Um, wow. So I never had that story of like, oh, I couldn't eat for, you know, this long or I was broke and I couldn't pay myself for the first year. No, like I replaced my salary so fast. That, yeah. Like I didn't even qualify for EI. Wow. Like it was very, very fast. Like that first week we brought in like ten, eleven thousand $11,000. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was That's crazy. Fast. That's a crazy feat. Because I mean, as somebody, when I was getting into the real estate space, I tried um to start a marketing company but it was more from a design standpoint yeah um and uh you know i was running some facebook ads for for um you know a couple of smaller clients mostly my friends wasn't really charging too much um but then i, I realized really quickly that if you wanted to properly manage these clients you couldn't be a realtor or have any other jobs yeah so essentially and i was burnt out like yeah I, right and we've done a lot of changes like early on we were actually pretty cheap like it was 425 bucks a month for just managing your Facebook ads or a thousand bucks will manage your whole presence. Right. Which is way too cheap. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Um, and I got up pretty quickly to when it was just me, no help, yep. like no assistant, anything and got up to like 17, 18 grand a month on $425 a month packages. Wow. And Holy smokes. I had to work 15, 16 hour days and the, the results weren't that great. Cause like the biggest challenge we found early on, which I didn't learn until a bit later, is that we were reliant on their website converting leads. Wow. So we could send really cheap traffic to their site. Like we were getting four cent clicks, five cent clicks, 10 cent clicks, but their website still had to convert. 
Right. So now the way we do it is we either want to be the one setting up the website, which we don't do that often because we're not a website company, mm-hmm. um, but we'll create landing pages or use Facebook lead ads to eliminate the need for their website to be any good. Wow. Because it just became too much of a pain to rely on someone else's site to actually convert the traffic. Right. And and um, I've, this is one of these topics that I get so excited about that we've kind of gone over our time for our commercial break, but we're going to take our commercial break. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about uh, digital marketing uh, on Facebook a little bit more. At Benjamin Law, we understand the real cost of personal injuries. As the victim of an accident, you may be the one who's physically hurt, but your main concern is that your family are the ones who will pay the price. Benjamin Law will be there for you helping, supporting, and working tirelessly to resolve your personal injury case. Call 1-855-899-4878 or visit benjaminlaw.ca and let our family of lawyers help your family. Hello everyone, my name is Jermaine Chambers and I'm very excited to tell you about the newest political and current affairs program coming here to Brampton. It's called On Point. The first step of true reconciliation is learning more about one another. Join us on Tuesdays from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. as we discuss all the issues. I will never forget the trust you put in me. Municipal, provincial, federal, and any issue of national importance, we will talk about on On Point. So do join us. Okay, and we're back. Thank you very much for sticking with us. So before we went on the break, we were talking about uh, Facebook ads, uh, you know, f- from the beginning to where they are now. And um, we've our guest, Andrew Foliato, uh, runs uh, Just Sell Homes, which is, uh, you know, a, a lead generation, but you also do kind of uh, presence marketing as well. Yeah, or? like we kind of beginning, we're known as the lead gen company. We're yeah. moving, t- transitioning a bit more towards just like online building because like lead gen is just like one aspect of the online right. strategy like so like yeah we kind of specialize in niche a bit in direct response marketing right now but i really like like the full content marketing place mm-hmm. uh so that's kind of like where i'm actually more passionate about than just straight right. direct response so for the for the average realtor um that is kind of looking to get started maybe they just got their license maybe they've just started their business how can they get started in facebook ads so I wouldn't actually start right away with Facebook ads if you're brand new. Okay. I mean, Facebook ads are incredibly powerful, but you have to have something that it's promoting and doing. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, like you could leverage someone in your office's listing to get really cheap leads and start calling, but you're still paying cost per lead. Like right. early on, no matter what, like your database is still going to provide you more money. Mm-hmm. So like if you don't know anyone in your market, I would put more of my focus early on on growing my database locally right and then you can do things with facebook organically and instagram organically like to me facebook ads for the most part you want to bring in a little bit later okay because it's not something like you need right right away and mm-hmm. i think that's a big mistake that people make online in general is they try to do everything right from the beginning yes like the most popular thing we i do made that mistake, client, so we shut down a lot of their stuff when we start with them like i don't 
maybe there's five agents in North America who actually do something good on Twitter. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. like they don't need Twitter. True. Like I actually got quite a bit from Twitter when I sold, but right. I was active and engaging. Like we yeah. see it all the time. Like most people can shut down Twitter. Most people can shut down Pinterest. Yeah. Uh, most people can shut down Snapchat. Like I would say like start with Instagram or mm. Facebook, depending on your audience. Um, and just master one or both of those, then you could look at bringing in more. So when you say shut down, do you suggest people actually like shut down their accounts? So I would keep them live. I would either lock them mm -hmm. so that no one sees anything, or I would yeah, just pin a, a post idea. at the top being like, we're not active on this site. Please visit us here to get in touch. That's a good, that's a good idea. Because, right? yeah. I mean, you shouldn't always judge agents by their online presence, but I mean... Come on, 2019, I think it's pretty a good idea if you if yeah. that helps or it comes into play. But when I see a, a, a realtor who's got, you know, uh, the last post was maybe 2015 or 2016, yeah. I just kind of judge their, maybe, uh, their judgment on what yeah. it takes to become a successful realtor. Um, so, okay, so then now let's, let's say this. Let's say they've been in business maybe a few months, maybe a year, They've started to make a little bit of money. They've got a good database. Maybe they just don't know that they could afford somebody to take yeah. on their entire social media. What do you suggest their next step is? So first you have to make the decision, do I want to run a, like, which strategy? Like, to oversimplify online marketing, there's basically two strategies. Yeah. Direct response marketing and content marketing. You have to first decide which one you want to do. Mm -hmm. direct response marketing the beauty of it is you get leads today like if you turn on now you'll have leads by the end of the day right they'll start coming in like it's a grind it's better than cold calling but it's a numbers game you gotta yeah. know how many calls to make what your conversion is and there's people who love it and kill it that way um but again like you're talking for the most agents you're at a one to two percent conversion rate yeah. it's a really low thing like some of the better ones are in the four to six percent range and you can make a very very good business that way but then the other side of it's content marketing it's kind of like farming a neighborhood. Like it takes a lot longer, but the ROI long-term could be huge. Mm -hmm. Plus it passively will start generating leads the more you do it. Right. Without, because yeah. you've built up a bit of brand equity with it. So you kind of got to figure out which direction makes sense for you. I, I agree. Because um, like I know people in my market in Niagara um, who are doing the direct response and they have full-time people either calling them or they've gotten their sales team so good at handling them yeah. that that's all they do. And other than billboards and things like that, you kind of wouldn't think that they're such a big player in the real estate yeah. industry. Because uh, they, I'm not saying that they feel transactional about their business, but they definitely take that approach. Uh, and where I come from is more of a content-based, yeah. where you're, you're right, it is, it is a better... In terms of ROI, it's difficult because... You have to measure what kind of ROI you would get from both sides, but where did that come from in terms of the lead gen? So when I do content marketing, it's more focused on how I service my clients, and it's and it's fun creatively. Yeah. Um, but what I find is when I get the leads, they're they've usually um, built up that brand recognition, so they know me, they feel like they know me, and it's a little bit easier to work with them, yeah. right? But um, direct response. You're absolutely right. It's a good way to get those leads now. And like early on, if you have the budget, like start with direct response, get leads coming in and answer them as you're building up your content. And right. then you can eventually make that switch or ramp both up depending on the results and the size of your team. 
Like it's not doesn't necessarily have to do one or the other. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a little bit of like incongruency when you're looking at both simultaneously, depending on how you structure your brand. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, there's no reason you couldn't do both until like the content one's really going. Right. Okay. So then let's let's take it to the next step. They've uh, they're starting to make even more money. They've had some yeah. success with their own Facebook uh, lead campaigns. Yeah. But now they're getting it to a point where it's dry, it's stabilizing, or sorry, it's plateauing, and now they need somebody like like yourself yeah. to help service them. What's their next step? Uh, just give us a call. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, like, and it depends on how in-depth you want us to go. Like, we have packages kind of on the lower end, and then, I mean, depends if, you, if you're hiring us on, like, a monthly, mm-hmm. the smallest investment generally is about 1250 a month right now, and then it goes up to thousands. Um, like, I think our top client right now... Before ad spend is at like fifty five hundred a month. Wow. Um, so like it does now. There, that's a huge yeah. like, Again, like ridiculous size a month or oh, more. It's it's yeah. a whole different thing when yeah. you're at like that level of thing that you're mm-hmm. doing. Like before they even came to us, leads weren't even an issue for them. <laughs> so then how how are those how are those ad strategies working? I mean, so for me, um, I thought I was the best, you know, but you know. It's because Facebook advertising at that time when I started was easy. And then everything started to change. And then I lost my mind and I got overwhelmed and I didn't want to do it anymore. I don't know how to retarget and how important is retargeting to an ad campaign. So retargeting is amazing. Um, Now, it depends on your strategy. So if you're doing like, I want direct response to get as many leads as possible, we generally will allocate about 30% of the budget to retargeting. And a lot of that's bringing people back. So like people who came to a landing page, didn't opt in, we bring them back. Mm-hmm. Or you get a lead, let's hammer them for the first few days after they became a lead with some trust building ads so that when you're yeah. making those follow-up calls, they've been seeing your stuff. Um, now, if you don't have that, you can go other routes and do things like, like we're actually gonna launch, we're just figuring out pricing right now. Because um, we get asked a lot, like I just wanna target my database. I want my database mm. to know I'm still alive. <laughs> Like, yeah, and but they don't necessarily want to run these big lead gen campaigns. And so like just transparency, we're trying to decide if the right price is one ninety nine or two ninety nine a month, including ad spend right. where you send us your database and we'll run branding ads to the database for you. Interesting. Um, and now you can just run ads continually only to your database. So what do we, what do like we that. do? Do we just some, like send their contact info like their So you, yeah, you're just going to see like or, if you have a, yeah. a CRM, you just yeah. out, like even on Facebook, if you're doing it yourself, you just upload your CSV file to Facebook and then it takes the names, email, and phone numbers and matches it to Facebook accounts. Wow. So it's n- crazy. If we upload consumers, we'll generally find between a 60 to 70% match rate. So if you have 100 people, you're going to get 60 or 70 of them that we found on Facebook. Oh, um, okay. Like we won't see the profiles and we don't right. know which ones they match. We just know like roughly that's audience size what happens. And then, yeah, you just run ads to them that way if you're now if you were to target agents yeah you it's only about a 40 percent rate because a lot of agents you have their professional email address and then you signed up with their personal and their personal so it doesn't always match the same way so it's not as effective as a tool if you're like rec- a team recruiting agents or like a man- broker recruiting agent so you have to do other things but targeting agents is so easy on facebook you don't need their emails right <laughs> yeah, they're, they're everywhere they, yeah and they if you know the strategies up. with interest targeting <laughs> It's, a, it's so easy to reach. <laughs> okay, guys, we're going to take our next break. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Andrew about leveraging their uh, your business community, uh, you know, to run a successful business. Happy birthday to you. 
refuse to promote, report on anything negative in the community. My name is Trish Curling, and I am an online coach, personal trainer, and yoga teacher, and your new host of Shaping Life, which is all about understanding that we have the ability and the control to take charge of our health and wellness. But we can't do it alone, and I can't wait to sit down with the best in the industry. Please tune in every Friday at 1 p.m. live here on the TCN Network. Okay, welcome back, guys. Uh, we have been learning a lot about Facebook marketing. I'm here with Andrew Foliato from uh, Just Sell Homes. Um, now we're going to get into a little bit of you know how Andrew leverages his community uh, to create you know more clients, a successful business. So Andrew, you do a lot of things. You do uh, a podcast show, just like just like me, over a pint. Um, so tell me a little bit about that show. What, what kind of guests are you interviewing? Um, it's primarily people in the industry. Yeah. I mean, we do definitely take people outside the industry that we think could like offer things that would mm -hmm. contribute. Uh, but generally it's basically an industry show where it's almost like we're trying to get that feel of like behind the scenes with people in yeah. the industry. So that's why it's over a pint. Like, yeah, we're just literally right. sitting there over a pint of beer drinking with people and saying like, you know, what do you want to know about? And we kind of just dive deep and basically, can I swear? <laughs> I don't know. Are we allowed? Uh, I shoot the shit with people yeah. uh, in the industry, and we just—it's great. Like, it's a really good way to dive deep. Like, we have episodes. I think our longest aired is like two hours and twenty-seven minutes. Wow, um, yeah, that's crazy. And we just dive deep on topics, and we just see where the conversation goes. It's minimal editing. Like, we just—I mm -hmm. mean, I take out Rico violations. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I take out anything where it's like dull. I might take that part out. Yeah. But otherwise. We just let it run straight through, and and then you you've so you've got the podcast, and then you've yeah. got uh, the wheelhouse, uh, which is which is a private group, yeah, right, um, and then of course you've got the one step up for your for your actual clients, right. For the, so the wheelhouse elite, you don't have to be a client to join it. I mean, you can also just pay okay. for access to it, or clients get in for free. Um, that's basically like the way that I kind of break it down is like the wheelhouse, the closed group, it's free. That's like, we'll tell you what to do. Mm -hmm. And that, the wheelhouse leads, like, all right, now we're going to show you how Guest to do experts. it at every step. So, yeah. like, if you want, like, if we talk about, like, Instagram story strategies, for example, in the free wheelhouse, on the paid one, we'll actually go in step by step, screen record, show you what you need to do, and we'll mm -hmm. be there providing support to make sure you get it done. Um, right. So, it's just basically like a little bit more of an advanced group. Um, but the, I mean, the wheelhouse, I still think there's a lot of value in there. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. I've been a member for, for a while and, um, it, 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 it's great because you're building a community around your brand and, you know, whether, you know, I started this show, Andrew started this show, we obviously don't go out, uh, in, in any Facebook, uh, group, uh, admin, they, they don't go out expecting this to bring you business, right? Yeah. It's, it's a chance to meet the people in the industry 
uh, create that relationship, build that connection, and then offer as much value as you can. And and you know what? It, it obviously it does help to build that close knit community. That man, you know what? It not only br- brings you business directly, yeah. but there's a lot of referring out because you're the best in the business. You've made the 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 um, the members feel like they're they're yeah. appreciated. And, you know, have you found any increase in your business when you've started these different types of programs? Uh, over Pine especially, like one thing we noticed, like we used to be in competition a lot. So like when we were basically dealing with oh, there you know, a sales call. Yeah, that's our episode with Brian. That's actually <laughs> I love the logo, by the way. Yeah, paid a guy for it. Gave me some nice pit stains. That's great. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, actually, he does phenomenal work. Draws it. And he yeah, it's great. Variations. When weed was legalized, we did a joke what? one called Over a Joint. Um, didn't film, but yeah, it was funny. But it's a shadow, though, right? Yeah, it's actually yeah. shadowing. It but just, I love it. It looks though. like pit stains. It's great. Yeah. Um, and it just, I can't unsee that now. <laughs> it was episode yeah. eight when Drew McIntosh pointed it out, and I was like, I "He can't would, he would, yeah. he would, right?" Yeah, because yeah, it was pretty funny. But you know, it's been used. Like I used to be in competition a lot. Like every time if someone would call us, they're like, "Well, I'm also talking to this person or this person." Mm-hmm. I'd say by like two months after the show aired, we less and less started being. Where now I'm almost rarely talking about like, "Oh, like oh, I'm also interviewing this company." That yeah. very rarely happens now, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of it's from this. But the actual real business for us from the show is not really in the viewers. It's in who I get to sit down with. Right. So, like, we're now the preferred supplier of digital marketing for Royal Page in Canada. Plus, we run their Facebook ads and we run their organic social media right now. Wow. Um, Crazy. And that all came from I got three hours with Phil Soper over a pint of beer. Yeah. Of beer. That, and, you know, I, I was with Royal Page at the beginning, and Phil's such a great guy. Yeah, he's awesome. And, and it's amazing that you get to just... steal three hours of his time. Yeah, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, right? That's the beauty of a show. Um, Tim Hudak, right? Yeah, so he was my first guest. Um, so that I just one... rewatched the episode, actually, a couple of days ago. Yeah, he yeah. was my very, very first guest. Um, and But that's where like it worked, too, is I was just like, I got the idea. And on like a Thursday, and I just called up, and I was like, hey, I'm going to do this show. Do you want in? Mm-hmm. And that fr- next Friday, I was in his office filming. Like, it's... It was just—it was very quick when we finally did it. I had been toying with like the idea around like the name because I went through a little ton of variations on naming. Yeah. And once I figured out this is what I wanted to call it, within like the week, I had mm-hmm. you know five guests booked. Yeah. Um, but amazing. Like, if you're gonna do a show like this, the actual trick that I found is find people who are like, especially when it's the thought leaders you want on and like big people, look for them when they have something to promote. Right. Like, we're working on a guy right now who's agreed to do. He's just on vacation for a few weeks. Like, big guy. He's writing a book. And it comes out this fall. So wow. he's going to come on the show, and it's someone I never thought I would have gotten mm-hmm. otherwise. Yeah. Um, so if you find them at a time when they're looking to promote something, so like Tim, like I, he probably would have done it anyways because he was a great guy in great the guy. industry. Yep. Um, but like for them, it was reality. Their big conference at the time was coming up in a few months. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to promote it and use the show to do it. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, definitely. Let's talk about reality while you're on the air. I mean, mm-hmm. for me, it's a good opportunity to get someone like that. And like, and you have guests like that, it's a little bit of instant credibility. Well, that's why I want... No, absolutely. Uh, yeah. But that's why I wanted to bring you on because Andrew's not only a master at, um, you know, building Facebook uh, ad campaigns for his clients, but he's so you've done such a great job at organizing these communities that are creating a, a lot of engagement. I mean, with your uh, Facebook page, it, a lot of uh, people that I connect with on multiple different groups are there and they've, they're contributing more into your group than any other group. And why do you think that is? Uh, I think it's because one, like 
I mean, to simplify, we don't really sell. I mean, yeah, yeah. there's the odd post that promotes things, but we help people, <laughs> as they put one up there that says summer sale, I, so like, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, that's their Facebook yeah. page, not necessarily. Yeah. Group, we don't yeah, yeah. sell a ton in it. Um, yep. And for us, it's about providing value. Plus, mm -hmm. like I'm in the industry. I think that helps a lot. So like yeah. one mistake I just find people make online is they silo their online and their offline as two separate entities, whereas you should be treating it as one thing. So mm. like I know like I go speak at an event that's something that helps build my online community because now they're seeing me in person they're getting right. that and i think that's needed mm -hmm. um so i think being involved and present in the community has really like helped I kind agree. Of that thing of like people know like okay andrew's not just some guy who's going to disappear like oh, there you know, he is, pay talking. some guy online and go it's and disappear like you hear those stories mm -hmm. sometimes like you'll just see me at the next event. If right. I disappear to their money, you'll just see me there. <laughs> but so not only like you, you're popping up everywhere and just, uh, you kind of alluded to that, but it's also, you know, you've built up such a presence that you were able to even start your own event. Yeah. That one, that one actually happened by accident. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was in a mountain bike race every year yep. and I'm not a, someone who's going to win a mountain bike race. Like <laughs> this is not the body of a, elite level athlete yeah um and so i thought i'm like but i'm competitive like i'm very right. competitive and i was like well there is actually a prize for top donor so i'm like it raised money for a local women's shelter i'm like mm -hmm. i could raise more money than anyone else if i would really set myself to it yeah. that's not something that you know i can lose if i really set myself so i'm like right. you know what? i'm just gonna do like the day before the race i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna do this huge like event and i did at the time i was just like i'll just throw like 50 people in a room 50 bucks ahead and I'll just teach them how to run ads online. Yeah. Very straightforward. And that would put me as the top donor. And then when I sold someone I was doing, it, he's like, oh, if you do that, I'll come speak. And then someone else is like, oh, I'll come speak for that too. Because it was 100% of proceeds going to charity. Like yep. I actually yep. lost a ton of money doing the conference. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's worth it. Um, but yeah, so like I, it just kind of snowballed first year into a full conference. Right. And then the next year, again, we we're just like, well, the first one went so well. So we added a second day. And that one wasn't going to charity. That one was to pay for day one. Right. So we did a, like a smaller intimate mastermind day. It's a little bit more expensive than the full conference. And that goes to pay for day one so we can donate more to charity. Um, and then we just did our third one in July, which is actually great. So it's the Blue Mountain Real Estate Conference. I probably should have said that because I promote myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. How long has it been? Three years now? Three years Three now, years. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And this year we're still waiting. Because we changed venues, it's a little bit slower this year. There it is. Uh, yeah. Sold out. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was the mastermind. So we can't really sell out the main day because um, they, they can just keep moving us to bigger rooms. <laughs> oh, okay. Good, good, <laughs> so, good. Yeah. So no matter what, people can at least yeah. get there for the yeah. first day. And so is the first day still a charity thing or yeah so this year transitioned or? yeah so the only thing we switched this year was because Adding we went to a way class. more expensive place um because it's a better venue is we switched from summer right it's well that's actually not that bad for turnout um yeah because like we find just many like we did one in june versus july and the attendance actually went up in july good uh, the only thing you lose is like cottage country agents because that's their busy, busy their busy time, time? Yeah. yeah everyone else uh, like if you with enough notice they can make it yeah and a lot of people turned into like a little vacation because they're coming out to a resort town right so you get a lot of people either a couple days before a couple days after stick around um right. so it works out pretty well that's great yeah. um okay so we're gonna head into our uh last commercial break of the uh episode and we'll see you in a little bit 
With so many newspapers within the community, it's sometimes hard to tell what separates us from the rest. Most of the time, they all brag about the same thing. You know, the large circulations, tons of online views, and it can go on and on. But what really separates the Toronto Caribbean newspaper apart from everybody else? Well, it's simple. Our service. No, seriously. Hi, I'm Grant Browning, founder and CEO of the Toronto Caribbean newspaper. I have over 20 years of branding and marketing experience and I've worked with countless companies and corporations to do one thing, and that is to raise their profits with their brand. With over 40 years of combined experience in branding and marketing, our amazing staff is fully prepared to sit down and figure out exactly what you need to stand out from your competitors. The reason why you don't see that anymore is because... The ad is too powerful, bring too much people. So what are you waiting for? Give us a call today. We'll be happy to help. Hello everyone, my name is Jermaine Chambers, and I'm very excited to tell you about the newest political and current affairs program coming here to Brampton. It's called On Point. The first step of true reconciliation is learning more about one another. Join us on Tuesdays from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. as we discuss all the issues. I will never forget the trust you put in me. Municipal, provincial, federal, and any issue of national importance, we will talk about on On Point. So do join us. And we're back. Thank you guys very much for uh, continuing on with us. Uh, we when when we left uh, the the last uh, segment there, we were talking about um, you know leveraging your community to create more business and you know build connections. And we were talking about Andrew's event, uh, the Blue Mountain Real Estate Conference, Real Estate Conference, uh, which developed as a as a one day charity event into a two day. Yeah. And um, so, are you going to be holding that uh, next year as well? Probably. I mean, it's one of those things where if you ever host like a big event yeah. leading up to it and that during it, you're like, oh, I never do <laughs> this, this again. It's terrible. It's a terrible process. And then you do it and you're like, this was awesome. Let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, probably I'll do it again. Yeah. Um, I think we'll probably engage with the venue in the next month or so to talk about dates for an extra. I mean, it'll be July again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll probably do it. And then it'll still be two days. I don't think we'll ever go past two days. Um, we might add like a third client only day. So mm -hmm. like our monthly clients maybe do like a, something for them. Well, especially like if because I'm sure you don't just deal with local clients anymore, right? Yeah. Oh, no. We've we got have clients all over, all over North Canada and North America. Yeah. yeah, right. So, I mean, that would be a great opportunity to get them all in one room. Yeah. Um, but you have a pretty dynamic way of going about your events because uh, you do uh, like expert talks. You have panels, right? Yeah. So how does that work? What kind of what type of people are you inviting to speak at these conferences? Um, so there's a couple different ways. Like one, we do put out an application. Mm -hmm. um, but like because I speak a lot, I see speakers all the time. Right. So like I know that's the best way. Right? Which and when you become like a pretty regular speaker, most of your business will actually come from other speakers referring you. Right. Because like I know I'll speak at an event, and all, all the time I get people being like, "Hey, who do you know that we can speak next year?" Because mm -hmm. very rarely do events want too many of the same people. Yep. Um, so a lot of the time I'll get like, hey, who do you know who can either talk about this or is just like good or a couple different criteria. Um, so we'll help people kind of get in with that way. And then it gets reciprocated because they'll then recommend me for 
events like being around those events i know and then like we have deals with certain people where you know i'll speak at their event they'll speak at my event um so there's a little like there's a few people who will speak every mm-hmm. year um that we try to find ways to still make it valuable um, but a lot of it's around um what topic do we want and then i go find so the panels it's what topic do i want the panel to be then i go find then the you people go find the that people. fit the bill that are interesting um, and then the actual speakers, a lot of it's just from relationships of yeah. me speaking at other events who I think will be valuable and then who have also gotten me speaking gigs. So it's like re- reciprocating. Yeah, of course. Well, y- you know what? It's, but it's, you, you, it, that's led you to, you've got something big coming up, right? Aren't you speaking in the States where you, oh, the your National next Association event? of Realtors. Yeah, the NAR yeah, event, right? That's the biggest real I didn't want to say it just in case I got it yeah. wrong and just because yeah. that's a really big conference yeah, to speak 20, at. 20,000. So this yeah. is my second is year speaking sh- at it. Last year was funny. So I spoke there last year and my thing was a live demo of Facebook. So of like, let's walk through the ads manager wow. live and I'll show you how to build a Facebook ad properly. Internet. I had a hardwired internet. I heard work. about this. I remember Wi-Fi seeing it. Wi-Fi didn't f- work. Two hotspots didn't work, and the backup Wi-Fi didn't work. So it ended up just the spinning wheel of death on the screen for yeah. a live demo. So in I ended up having 20, to do people. a... Well, the, we were in a breakout room, so it okay. wasn't anywhere near. I think it, was, <laughs> it was sold out, but maybe it was 200, 200, 300 max. Wow. Maybe 200. Not Still, a lot Either of people way. watching. It was a lot of people crack, and it did not work at all. So I had to do <laughs> just like walk around the room, giving them a live demo of how to build an ad on Facebook without actually showing them how to build an ad on Facebook. So you go um, here, and you, in the fun. top left corner, you click this yeah. one. Uh. Yeah, basically what it is. So one thing that I got lucky is it loaded partially. So I could see the sidebar, which is like yeah. the legend. And so I could be like, okay, this section, you're going to go and do like this. And we talk about it, give them some best practices. Uh, and then it actually worked out because I was just like, by the way, if you guys just leave your card at the end, I'll just email you a recording mm. of me having done this. Yeah. And so I had like 90% of the room leave me their contact info. That's really great. Um, so, I mean, in that sense, it actually kind of worked out. And then my session ended up getting like a really high rating. I think oh, some of those people just felt bad because of <laughs> how much <laughs> it screwed up. Um, but it was pretty funny. So, yeah, we ended up... Um, getting pretty good rating i think that kind of led me to them bringing me back this year so right this year it's all not relying on the internet <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of was that the biggest event um in terms of like size of the event yes not in terms of the audience my biggest audience was a inman connect in um, yeah which is I spoke huge. there and that room i think i don't think it hit 2000 but it was a huge room we were in but that one was a panel mm. um, but i think the biggest like solo talk I gave to a group was about eight hundred. Yeah, which so, is, which is, that's a lot. Nar of was definitely the biggest conference because mm-hmm. that's it's the biggest conference. Right, um, and then so for things like that, like like we were talking about, is that basically on a referral? People are no, like, hey, that's you an got... application process. So oh, really? you have to. They put out a call for speakers January February. Good. And then you just go online and apply, and it's. I don't know for sure that this is how they're doing it now, but I was actually speaking to someone at Nar one time who explained it, and basically it's like. They look at every president, everyone who submitted an application, they first look at the titles, and then they narrow it down based on titles. Mm-hmm. Then they look at the description, narrow it down based on that, and then the final round is they look at who's the speaker. Who's the actual speaker. So my first year, I was like, okay, so if they're looking at the title, I want a title that jumps out. Because some people do, like, they get cute with their titles, mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean anything unless yeah. you know who they are. Right. But if they're not seeing who that is, because round one, they're just looking at the title, then it's irrelevant. So yeah. I put like my literally first year was how to do Facebook ads properly. <laughs> and it's such like a, oh yeah, that sounds like a good topic. And then the, then it kind of went down. So I got through that way and I just kind of got lucky that I'd been meeting with someone at NAR and they'd made an offhand comment about 
Please. how they how that year they're doing it. That's great. And yeah. so, are you also doing kind of um, like we just saw a picture? Is that Armin's place? Who uh, Aras? Uh, I didn't see the picture. Uh, but you, you, <laughs> but you, you do, I do them all. Over, yeah, so. but you do. You'll do like works, workshops for yes, brokerages, we're actually right? Going to be announcing one later today, September seventeenth and eighteenth. We're going to be doing some in Mississauga. Oh, so nice. we'll do like a two-day thing. You can buy tickets the day one or two. There you go. Yeah, that's at ours, Property ours, yeah. Brokerage, which is technically my brokerage. I parked there. Um, <laughs> I don't do anything with them, but and yeah. I don't sell. I just kept my license up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so September 17th is like a beginner day. So it's like, because like one thing we notice, like if we do like beginner and advanced in one, like you get the people who are advanced kind of getting annoyed with the beginner content and things and then like that. Vice versa, yeah. So what we're doing instead is saying, all right, you can buy a ticket to just the beginner day. You could buy a ticket to just the advanced day, or you could buy it for both. Hmm. Um, so we'll do that mid-September. Uh, and then we have a couple more private events. Like we're doing one in two weeks that's like a under 35 mastermind. Yeah. Um, so, But that one we're not advertising. It's just like a, we're going Invitational. through slowly talking to a few people, yeah. uh, bringing them in. Uh, and then we're doing one for speakers um, the end of the month. So that one's not to like... There's zero That's crazy. In that. You got a lot going on. A lot yeah. going on. You've all we found. Like every time you yeah. just get involved in the community, more yeah. comes from it. Even if you're not directly like benefiting or you're profiting, like a lot of these events, I will generally either break even or lose a couple bucks. Like yeah. we're never talking more than like losing, you know, two, three hundred bucks. Yeah. Thing, so it's not yeah. a big deal. Um, but if you look at the long term ROI, a lot of those events, it ends up being pretty high. Right. So so what's next for just sell homes? Uh, we're working on launching a new package, which will be like our highest ones. So that'll start yeah. at 2,500. So that's one big one that we're working on. We're just, our developers working through some DDF feed issues. <laughs> um, that'll be a big one coming up. And then it's just kind of more of engaging with the community and mm-hmm. trying to be around more. And right. Helping out. Cause like now my team's kind of moving along pretty solidly. So like yeah. I can spend a lot more time out of the office and away from the computer. Right. Well, I think that you've got to kind of when you're that leader, because, you know, you, you want to do the majority of the work yeah. yourself because that's you're the expert. Right. But at the same time, you want to grow the business. And it's really hard to do when you're working 18 yeah. hour days on, you know, on, on yeah. these uh, uh, on the business. Um, OK, so we got a couple of minutes left. We're going to go. So how can somebody go about uh, finding you, watching your podcast, hiring you like uh, do a full plug? You've got so much going on. So the easiest way, just sellhomes.com. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can get to everything from there. So like we have, join our free group, The Wheelhouse. That's yep. just, you can join, ask the questions you want. Uh, then we have The Wheelhouse Elite, which is our paid membership group, which is like- Tons of value. Early, and then we can just hire us to do it for you monthly. And probably the easiest one for a lot of people is we have a service where we just advertise your listings on a one-off basis. On a one-off basis. So you have a listing, you want us to advertise it, just flip it over to us. Uh, You actually go on our site, there's a tab for listing ads, and we'll advertise your listing. It's 150 bucks a listing, so it's pretty straightforward. Plus ad spend? That includes the ad spend for a week. Oh, it does? The very, very first ad um, is a $250 setup fee. Uh, For your first one? Yeah. Now, if you type in all caps setup promo, It'll give you 50% off the setup fee. <laughs> oh, um, there you go. And so you can go in. It pays to listen to yeah, the Daily Rail. Exactly. <laughs> we'll even, we can even sum it up. So we actually do have a hidden promo code for a lot of our checkout forms. Because that's if you just put all caps on shot first, um, you can get a lot. You can get a little discount on a few different things too. That's amazing. <laughs> um, with a little Easter egg there. 
um, but yeah, so we you can just blog your listing. I mean, on in general, for that 150 bucks, you'll get between 10 and 30 leads per listing. Um, sometimes That's crazy. More, That's amazing. Sometimes you get less. They're lower quality leads, like we were talking about. Right. Um, like that one to two percent conversion rates average. Uh, but definitely, you can get. No, Han shot first. H A N. Han shot. The Star Wars. Reference. Star Wars, yeah. If you know Star Wars, you get it. Um, but setup promo is actually like that's a bigger discount for the indie listing stuff. Um, but yeah, it's it's a good service because we just advertise your listings on a one-off. Right. I mean, it's not a huge money maker for us, but for us, what it is is it's a great way for people to get to know our services. Yeah. Um, and see that you can actually generate leads. I of mean, course, it's the beginning step, right? Yeah, and it's funny. It's not funny, but like because it's it can be very dependent on the listing itself. Every now and then, someone's first listing is like only like six, seven leads. Yeah. You feel so bad. You're like, you just paid 400. You only got six leads. Yeah. And then it's like, but over time, like we did one for Drew McIntosh recently. We got 70 cents a lead. Wow. And then we're like, yeah, Insane. Like, yeah crazy amount of leads off. Yeah. That, and like those happen sometimes too. And then depending on your area, like downtown Toronto, you're obviously going to be paying more. You had a lot of competition. There. Yeah. And it's harder to target. Oh, okay. Because it's just such a big group of people. Whereas like, you go to Barry or really uh, Burlington, you can just target everybody right. for so cheap uh, that it's not a big deal. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, Andrew, well, thank you so much for coming on. And, you know, if you want to hire Andrew for a workshop, an event, speaking, uh, to run your Facebook ads, uh, give him a shout, justsellhomes.com. Andrew, thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Okay. Appreciate it. See you next time, guys.